Hi, guys. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks Live, exclusively on Radio Andy, Channel 102. As always, this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to talk to all of you, so call me right now, 844-305-ANDY. That's 844-305-2639. Hi, guys. Good morning. It's very gloomy in New York, but I still went for a Rich Mom Walk this morning, and it was fabulous. I am going on a book tour, which was the big news yesterday. I'm going to New Jersey, New York, uh, LA, Dallas, Chicago, and Minneapolis. I'm going to Mall of America. I can't wait. I have heard there is a whole theme park in there, and I just can't wait because I've never been there before, and I'm all about the new experiences these days, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. I'm also just tickled, absolutely tickled, that my Chicago stop coincides with the Taylor Swift concert. Maybe that was by design. Maybe maybe I wanted to just have like the best day ever. So I really can't wait for that. That is going to be so fun if you live in Chicago. I don't know, but to me it sounds like the perfect Saturday would be like get up, get a chai latte, come see me uh and meet me and we can chat and kiki and uh then you could go to we could all roll to Taylor together. I, I don't know. I, I think that sounds perfect, but you tell me. Uh, all of the details for my book tour are on the we- the same website. So you could go on, pre-order, pre-order a couple copies for your friends, book yourself some book tour tickets, and uh, we could go from there. Last night, I went to a really fun dinner hosted by Edie Parker, um, and it was at this restaurant called Babs. There's so many good restaurants in New York. It was good. I Yesterday was one of those days where, you know, when you just like accidentally have five meals you're just I'm doing Saqqara right now and I love it so much that I like didn't want to skip and I was like you know what it's maybe it'll be a late dinner and I actually always like to eat before I go to events because you never really know the food situation you know maybe it's going to be really late or maybe you know it's just going to be past apps or whatever so I always like to eat and then I had another meal so it was just like a five it was a five meal day that's okay I'm just sharing with you guys because then when I got to Babs. It was like French fries and steak. And I was like, well, there goes Sakara out the window. <laughs> I guess I'll just uh, pass the fries, please. So that was fun. Okay. Last night, I before the dinner, I was getting drinks with someone. I'll explain who on Friday's pod because sidebar, I'm throwing caution to the wind. I'm throwing my mental health to the wind. And I am just going to talk about dating again, because why not? Why not? It's fucking entertaining for you guys, right? And who cares about my mental health? AI is coming to get us anyway, right? So I was having a drink with someone who you'll meet on the pod on Friday. I mean, I'll introduce you to the concept of him on Friday. And um, it was just one of those New York nights where everyone was running into each other. And Wig, you know, Wig from the pod, walks by wearing a ridiculous outfit as normal and he and he was I was he was like I kind of want an Aperol spritz and I was like is it okay if my insane friend sits down with us for a while and he was like yeah sure and so we ended up just the three of us having a little kiki which was very fun um and you know what as the Spice Girls say if you want to be my lover you got to get with my friends and I live by that you guys I live by that mantra and motto Maybe too much, but we can dig into that on another pod. Okay, so something's funky going on with our phones. Bear with us. If you're on hold, bear with us, and we're going to take a voicemail while we sort out the phones. Hi, Tanks. This is Sarah. I'm in Los Angeles. Question for you. I don't think I could think of someone better to answer this, but 
I dated a guy last year, and obviously, like, we were very close, so I felt comfortable at the time. Like, we took nudes here, there, wherever, and he had basically pictures of me that, like, I'd sent in the past when we were dating, um, but we broke up about eight months ago, and he wanted to get back together in September, but I had done a lot of healing and was like, no, this relationship is never going to happen again. Um, and it took a while for me to be ready to date again, but now that I'm ready to date again, I am remembering that, like, he has those, and I never told them him to delete it or get rid of it or anything. Um, and I'm just not sure how to, like, reach out and be like, hey, can you please delete these? Because a lot of my friends were bringing up a good point. Like, how would I even know if he's really going to do that? Like, I could say that, but... How do I know he's going to do it? But it, it just really is rubbing me the wrong way. Like, not that I think he would do anything with them, but um, I just don't like the fact that they're, like, out there with in the hands of someone else. Um, and it especially doesn't help that I, like, recently heard he's moving back to L.A. and is still, like, having trouble getting over this relationship. So it's just, like, a mess of things where I just, like, like, I need him to just delete them because if this needs to be over, especially as I'm starting to date someone else. But I don't know how to go about this. So if you have any tips, I would love to hear it. I'm really, really struggling. Thanks. Bye. Hi, babe. I'm so sorry that you have that, like, anxious feeling that your body is out there, or, like, on someone else's phone. First of all, I don't want you to feel like guilty or anything like that. Like you did what you felt like in the moment. And I think that's great. And you know me, I'm all about like sending a nude and taking nudes. I'm very into it. And this is just kind of something that happens sometimes where you're like, fuck, like that person I'm no longer with definitely has those pictures. And if it bothers you, that's totally fine. And I like if he's a respectful person I really I'm I'm kind of torn. I'm just going to talk this out and then give my advice at the end because to me it's almost like making it a bigger deal if you do I, like it might I don't know, it might raise I don't know. I would say I would say just text him if it's bothering you, if it's bugging you. And if he's a respectful person and, you know, the relationship is, you know, it was good and you you trust him and all that, I would just say something to the effect of, "Hey, I am writing to you about a very sensitive subject. You know, while we were together, we obviously shared really personal pictures and that was great at the time, but it makes me uncomfortable that you still have them on your phone. So could you please delete them or like promise or or don't say promise because I don't want it to sound too like I want it to sound professional like I want I want it to sound like you're just saying obviously this is what should happen uh or obviously this is what should happen and not not be you're not like asking him for a favor do you know what I mean so I would just say hi as you were as you remember when we were together we shared intimate pictures and that was a great part of our relationship however as we are no longer together I feel super uncomfortable that you probably still have those on your phone could you please delete them and I need your word that they are all completely deleted now if you want to go like super far into it you could ask him to screen record him deleting them but he could always just like 
undelete them. So I don't know. I think that's like a step, not a step too far, but I just don't really think it would mean anything. If you just say it like that, I think that you have a good shot of just of him doing it. And you don't know, maybe he'll write back and be like, oh, I already deleted them. You don't know. So just, you know, you don't have to ask. Don't say like, oh, could you please do that? Because it's like you're not it's something that he should be doing without question. And if he causes you any gruff, then that's that's bad. And then call me back and we'll sort that plan out. But he won't. He won't. He'll probably say, yeah, no problem. Uh, It's done. And you have my word. That's the right thing to do for anybody else out there listening. If your exes ask you to delete their nudes, like you should do it without even skipping a beat because that's the correct and right thing to do. So please don't be anxious. I feel like this is going to go well and you're going to have peace of mind. And I'm excited for you to get out there and date again. Lots of love. Bye. The only problem with doing voicemails is that I can't say what a cutie after. I mean, I guess I can, but it's like a different vibe. So I'll still say it. What a cutie. Uh, Okay. We are going to take one more voicemail and then I'm praying to the gods that the phones are fixed. Uh, Every time I like switch studios, like go back to L.A. and uh, New York, the phones get messed up, which makes me really stressed out because I can't do more than one thing at once. And I'm like listening to you guys. And then the phones are like being bajiggity. Anyway, I digress. They're going to be fixed in two seconds. Let's take this one more voicemail. Hi, my name is Sydney. I am calling for kinks. I am currently in college in Rhode Island. And I just have a quick question about just like making friends with big changes in your life. And so I've listened to all of your back to school podcasts and all stuff. And so I'm originally from Denver and I went to school in Rhode Island because my thought process is it's four years, go anywhere you can, why not mix it up? And so I came to Rhode Island, but I've been really struggling with making friends. I loved high school. I had a really good high school friend group since coming to college. I have really struggled with making friends and like struggling with getting over the anxiety of making friends. I've always really struggled with anxiety, and so I always have really struggled with thinking, like, when I make friends, my mind always goes, do they like me? Do they not like me? And East Coast girls are very different from my Denver friends. So, you know, they're not quite as communicative. They're not quite as friendly. And I've just struggled with making friends and just being completely myself around people because I've been so anxious. I'm so I'm definitely a girl's girl. I have always had really good friendships. I give like, all of my friendships, and so I'm just having a hard time with making friends with that come to college is something I haven't experienced before. Um, so I feel like your advice on making friends with a new place is a big change is a lot of anxiety. So thank you. Have a good day. Oh my gosh. What a cutie. <laughs> Seriously. I feel you on all of that because I am too, I too am a lady ruled by her anxiety. Like Mr. Anxiety rules my life. Like he literally runs my schedule. He runs my life. So I understand how it feels to have something bigger than you just like control your mind. Here's, here's a thought. You know, you mentioned that you have this great group of high school friends and that you love them so much and it was always easy for you to do that. So Sometimes when I'm really in my head, I try to look at the facts, right? And what are the facts? The facts are you have friends. You've made them before. You're part of a big girl group. You have these amazing friendships from back home. So you know it's possible. Like if we're being scientific about it, we know it's possible. It's it's happening right now. It's ongoing. So why would anything change like on you? Now, do I hear the, the point of uh, East Coast girls being different, 100%. They are different. They're they're a different breed. But that doesn't mean anything. 
you know, a friend's a friend, a girl's a girl. You're just, you're in college. You're all in the same boat. So as much as possible, I would try to be like, wait, what are the facts? Like Sydney, what are the facts? The facts are you have a ton of friends. You've made friends in the past. You have no reason to believe that these girls at your college wouldn't like you. And as much as possible, you have to tell yourself, like, my anxiety is lying to me. Like, you really have to examine which thoughts are true. And right now, you don't have any reason to believe that you can't make new friends. It's just your anxiety. So when you get in that in that headspace, you say, stop, control, alt, delete, replace with their the the history would show I can make friends and you've just got to say like not every thought we think is true which is such a fucking scary and stressful thing but it's helpful for people with anxiety you think like not every not every thought we think not every thought we think is true that's right and recently something my therapist has been telling me and helping me with reframe is like we're always doing a little bit better than we our brains are we feel we are like we're doing better than we feel we are because I'm always like crying to her on the phone and I'm like, oh my God, I'm panicking. Like everything's going wrong. And she's like, she's like, you, your brain is lying to you. You're doing better than you think you are. And that always makes me feel kind of better. Our brains are wonderful, fan- fantastical, complex things, but sometimes they don't tell the truth. So I think this is a case for that. Just honestly, as much as you can, don't let the anxiety ruin your life and remind yourself you're a great friend. And also it's kind of like what I always say with dating. It's like, it's not always about you, like, you know, and what your behavior is. Be like, do I like these girls? Like, think about them through that lens. Be like, I'm a great friend. So who deserves to be my friend here? You, you, you bring a lot to the table too. Don't forget it. You're not, you're not like, you're not a piece of meat at the meat market and you're just, you know, hoping to be picked. That's not it. You're a great friend. So be a, be thoughtful about who you share your energy with. All right. I manifested it. The calls are back, baby. Let's talk to Brittany. Brittany, how are you? Good morning. Oh my gosh. I'm going to pee my pants. I'm so excited. I honestly feel like peeing my pants too. I had two enormous coffees from Jack's this morning and a chai latte. Mm. So I'm absolutely busting, but um, I digress. Oh, it's one of those days. (laughs) How are you? What's going on? I'm good. So I had a dilemma that I want to get your input on. Yeah. It's kind of a long story, but I'm going to condense it as much as possible. Okay. So I met this guy on Halloween, and we've been hooking up pretty consistently ever since. Um, But I've known since the very beginning that I'm in the hookup box. Okay. I love that. It's completely completely fine with me. I wasn't looking for anything serious. Um, But, of course, you know, as months go months go on it's hard to like not catch feelings a little bit of course um especially because when he's drunk he would really try to make it seem like he liked me oh i Um, hate that that, yeah he threw me some threw me through some emotional hoops for sure i'm sorry um you know even though actions speak louder than words it was still hard to like not let those words get to me of course um anyway fast forward one night he saw me talking to another guy at the bar, didn't speak to me for a month, and unfollowed me on Instagram. Oh, my God. I started to pull, yeah, I started to pull away a bit and entertain other people because if I didn't, I was going to dig myself into a bigger hole with this guy. So that's why I was, like, entertaining other guys. And it just happened to be that he saw it, unfortunately. Yeah. But fast forward again, we reconnect one night and talk it out. He explains that he was really upset when he saw me with someone else and I 
expressed to him that I'm not really sure how to navigate this moving forward since Tim and I's relationship is so casual. We've literally only been on one actual date. Wait, I'm sorry. Can we just pause? Can we just yeah. pause and call the wambulance because the man didn't can't have his cake and eat it too. Someone call the wambulance. Oh, carry on. Literally, and it just so happens after he saw me with another guy, now he wants to like try and make an effort. Anyway, so. He admitted that he has major commitment issues because of tra- past traumatic relationships. He, he actually explained to me, like, what had went on, and I did actually feel bad. But it also, like, you know, he was making it my problem, problem now. But, you like, know? we all have baggage. Like, can I, I'm exactly. sorry I'm interjecting a lot, but, like, I just no, got to call this dude out. Like, we all, everyone, no one is like, all of my exes are perfect. Every relationship I've ever had has been, has ended in a peaceful way. Like, we've all got shit. And you know what? He's now being, now now what? Like, he had a, a traumatic relationship, and now that he can be a dick to you and string you along? Yeah. I'm, I'm not following, but continue. Yeah, I know. So... Later on in that night when we reconnected and talked it out, he said he was going to Chicago at the end of March for the John Mayer concert and invited me to go with. I loosely said yes in the moment because I knew he was drunk. I wanted to get like a sober invite from him. He asked me again sober. So I bought my flight and we went to Chicago this weekend, this past Mm -hmm. weekend. Mm -hmm. Everything was fine. We have fun together. We're genuinely friends. Everything's good. But he didn't show any affection, didn't compliment me once, didn't even touch me, cuddle me, initiate sex at all. You guys didn't have sex? Nope. Oh, my God. And this is a relationship that's been strictly physical. Right. Like, all there was in our relationship was sex. Yeah. And So it just left me so confused. I was like... Not even like why am I here? Because it's not really about the sex, more so the principle. Like, it just made me feel like he didn't want me there. Yeah. So, yeah, it just made me feel shitty. And so when I got back from the trip, my friends encouraged me to text him. Um, so I did, and just basically said what I just told you that it just made me feel shitty, and that he didn't want me there. And he he apologized for making me feel that way, and said, and I quote. I think I'd rather be friends than anything else right now. It's nothing you did. It's just where I'm at. And since this is how I'm feeling, it's probably why you felt I was distant this weekend. Mm. And I was like, okay. So you waited until after you invited me on a trip. And after I pry this information out of you for you to admit this to me. That's pretty shitty, but whatever. So, yeah, that's kind of the end of it. And yeah, I just wanted to get your input on it and like kind of how you would navigate this because I know I'm going to see him out. We go to all the same bars every weekend. So yeah. Yeah. And it's more so ego hit. It's not like I saw anything with this guy. I mean, I knew that I was in the hookup box with him, but you know, I can't help but feel. Of course you can't because it's a frustrating waste of time and that's the problem. Like even if you – first of all, I want to commend you for your self-awareness because not a lot of people are self-aware and like really like dig into that and are like, okay, this is what's happening. But it's still fucking frustrating. Like just because you know you're getting screwed over, it doesn't mean it's less – it's not less annoying. You're just like aware of what's happening. I think you know what I'm going to say but like you need to truly set a boundary here and protect your peace and like – not speak to this person like I'm truly begging you no matter how drunk you are the next time you see him and like even if he hits on you and is like hey let's go home together 
don't. Like you have to take the power back. I'm going to be strict with you. And it's not a game, but your ego was hit. And like on your behalf, I'm telling you, you need to like, you need to press the the pride button. You need to activate the lever and like be like, okay, no, like this is it. Now, I'm not saying don't look in his direction. I'm saying kill him with kindness. Say hi. If he texts you, I really wouldn't respond or I'd like lightly respond, whatever. If he's like, oh, what's up? Just be like, nothing. I'm good. And smile. Don't be like passive aggressive. Like truly you are in a new phase and you need to set a boundary between you two because like it's enough time now. It's from October to now and like taking you to the concert and then like acting like that. Like fuck you. Like he could have been an adult and been like called you before and be like, hey, dude, listen, I like I'm having weird feelings right now. I don't want to hook up with the concert. Like if you if you want to bail, that's fine. But I just wanted to let you know before like use your words. You're a human adult and I just don't have any sympathy for him at all. So that's that's what I would say to do. Yeah, I mean, I did, I did text him, and maybe it wasn't the right to text him back. Maybe I acted too quickly on emotion, but I said, "You've had many opportunities to be honest with me, so it's pretty disappointing that you invited me on a trip just to admit this to me." After, I don't think a friendship is really in the foreseeable future after all of this, but wish you well. And no response. So, I mean, I don't have any wow. intent on yeah. seeing him, even at the bars and entertaining him at all. Like, I'm just control delete done but yeah you need to really but like you need to actually be done like there's a difference between saying you're done and then like I know in the aftershock of one of these situations you're kind of like wait is there more is there more because especially especially when you've been strung along for so long because you get addicted to there being one more thing like just when you think it's over there's always one more thing so your brain is like oh even even though I said that and I'm talking about your subconscious here like I know you're strong I know you don't want to go talk to him but like your subconscious is is used to him having one more thing. So I really want you to ground yourself in the thought of like, this is done now. And the more done you are with it, the sooner something else good is going to come into your life. And like Chloe, my one of my best friends and I always talk about like, whenever you're clowned by a guy, usually right after you meet someone really good. It's just like science, it's physics. I don't know. I can't explain it. So every time you're like, ooh, I see him at the bar, like think mm, I'm so done and something really good is coming my way. You're so right. Oh, thank you. I I'm sorry that. you went through that. <sighs> I'm really sorry. That sucks. And you're better off without him. And I hope he paid for your concert ticket. Yeah, yeah he did. Thank got that at least. God. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, he's trash. We 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 don't love. We don't love that. Okay. Okay. Oh, she's gone. Okay. Um, yeah. So a couple of things there. It is so important to really identify when you're in the hookup box because then at least you know what's going on. But, you know, it's kind of like full, treat me badly once, shame on me, treat treat me badly twice. You know what I mean, you guys. Ugh, that's so annoying and like manipulative. And I really don't like that guy. I am so preoccupied with AI and now that it's like out of the bag and I told you guys and you're mostly receptive, I can't stop talking about it. And I'm dead serious. I want to join an anti-AI organization. And today I asked you guys on Instagram and you said future of life. And I was just looking at it in the break. And Morgan Freeman is a I don't know if he's on the board. He's like an advisor or whatever. And if Morgan Freeman is on the board of something, 
it's going to be good. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of think of him as the voice of God. So to me, I'm like, this is an automatic cosign. So that's the one I think I'm going to join. But I also want to I want to start one where it's just like bad bitches against AI or whatever. Get in, loser. We're saving the world from AI. Something like that. And if you think that I'm being crazy or like conspiratorial conspiracy theory, you know, freakish or whatever, take a look. Go read some of the stuff online. I'm very scared. I think we have enough. I, I just like don't get it. Have people not seen iRobot? Like have people not seen that movie? I don't. It's very concerning, you guys. I, uh, let's just all we got enough bad stuff in the world. We need more art. We need more kindness. We need more love. We need more uh, just good stuff, you know. So that's my shtick, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, let's talk to Sam in Virginia. Hi, hi, Sam. How are you? Oh my god, I cannot believe I got on. Wow, I'm like overwhelmed. I'm, I'm so glad you I'm, called. What's going on? This is so insane. Okay. Um, so I am like in the throes of a breakup. Oh, like, no. It is happening. Oh, and God. I was like, who better to call and ask for some emergency help? Yeah. Than- Wait, how long did My you girl. guys date? How, how long did you date so, for? Okay. There's some. Now, like, you have to tell me if I'm just being like in denial or whatever, but I do believe that we have a few more conversations to have. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes you're just not ready. You're just not like I used to be so fucking strict. Like I used to be the most anal Virgo, like black and white person. Like as soon as I'd break up with someone, I'd be like, they no longer exist. I'm deleting them from Instagram. I'm never going to speak about them. I used to tell my friends. I used to like issue a decree. I was like, don't even fucking say their name in front of me. Like, da da da. But now I'm like, sometimes you need a little, you need a few more combos and that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, if it helps, he is a Virgo too. Like <gasps> the most Virgo, Virgo. I've oh God. Really met. So like interesting, like perspective. I'm you're different because you are a woman, but mm-hmm. I will say um, he is like the most Virgo man I've ever um, encountered in my life. But um, I, there, like, there's no anger. Like, I'm not feeling angry or like upset in that way. I'm just like sad and wish it could be different. And yeah. we've kind of both like toyed with the, um, just like should we be in a relationship because I got out of a relation a long-term relationship last year this time and so it was kind of like the beginning was very like is this right but it was just like so right at the same time if that yeah. makes sense like it just felt like we couldn't stop spending time with each other but it right. wasn't like toxic love affair it was just like communication the whole time and yeah. like get and that's why I, it's just like I feel a little like kind of like in disbelief that like this is um, kind of reality happening. Yeah. And I think I just need like emergency. Like, I don't know. Like I haven't even fully like confronted it, I think. Yeah. And I just like, I don't know what, like, what would you do in my situation? So you're like mid breakup. Like it didn't even, it's like you're, it's like ongoing still. Kind of. Yeah. We had like one conversation two days ago. We haven't talked since, but like he was kind of like, this isn't like, I'm not saying goodbye right now. Like I'm just like, I'm probably not going to talk to you tomorrow. And that was right. yesterday. And, like, so it's just kind of that like 
know I don't know what my move my next move is because I'm still like like figuring it out like how to feel and I have no idea what he's thinking you know so yeah but what do you want but like you want this breakup too it's mutual right I don't I no like you don't I guess not no like okay. because I thought I I guess like he's basically stepping back because he feels as though he needs to like figure some stuff out on his own and like none of it like for once like I have never felt this way in a breakup but I don't feel like something is wrong with me like I really believe in no and there yeah <laughs> and that's like and that's fine and and that's true probably so it's like okay so here's my advice like if you see yourself wanting to get back with this person in the future you have to just let him go and I know that's the hardest thing but like it's the easier the the it'll be easier if you're just like and I'm not saying don't have another conversation with him if you want to call him today and just like talk it out go for it but once you feel like you've got enough you've got to just let it go and put put a wall between you because when someone has that urge and they need to figure shit out you've really just got to honor that because it's like that's on them and that's stuff that he needs to go through and look men always come back or their lives get worse but that clause is only activated if you actually let them go and you have to just accept that they're going and you don't know what he's gonna do maybe he's gonna go some eat pray love shit maybe he's gonna get a new job maybe he's gonna buy some ugly car you don't fucking know what he's gonna do but it has nothing to do with you right because when you let him go I always imagine like releasing a koi fish back into a pond you know you're releasing him or like a trout in an in a stream an upward stream you're releasing the trout and then you just say goodbye and you turn around and you're sad for like three weeks maybe four and then you go to a concert with your friends get a new haircut work really hard at your job download some chloe ting ab workouts on youtube and you call it a day okay that's the plan i mean that is that is great advice. I just, um, yeah, I, I think my, I, I am kind of in that naive, like, we're not meant to be over yet. Yeah. Like, because we, we've have like future plans, which I know, like we have future concert tickets, which like, I know is like stupid to be like, Oh, he can't break up with me because we have these plans. And like, I saw things going this different way, but, um, I think that's just what's like, I know. Making me feel a little stuck. I know. know, Like, like, I can't begin the process of healing because it doesn't feel like it's time. Yeah, I know. But I'm telling you from the outside, and, like, I actually just have some friends, like, really close to me who are a couple, and they were like supposed to go on a break and the entire or like not a break but they were like break up but I knew they kind of wanted to get back together and instead of taking like a clean break and actually not speaking for the time they were like they would like hook up once in a while when they were drunk they didn't really stop talking and now like it's a mess so I'm and I've been there too so I'm telling you from the outside if you want a shot at this down the line you have to just put space between you and the, the more you do it it's not manipulative but it also kind of is because like when you do that boys are like wait they're fine without 
about me and like wait oh my god my life wait I miss them so much like what's going on what's going on like that's really the secret and I hate that straight cis het men listen to this podcast and radio show too but I'm gonna say something now for all the women out there the only thing that men really respond to is no contact like they really do again it's not manipulative I'm just letting you know that that is how we control their minds yeah they're they're simple creatures you know they don't they only understand like every third word that we say so when we just stop talking it really works so again that's not toxic I'm just telling you the truth you know no but is amazing thank you so much you're the best um so take a friend to the concert and just leave it like just start the process call him today get it out like have one more like of those crying big long convos and then just set him free and then be and and tell him be like i respect your decision like i feel like you know i still have feelings for you but like i respect your decision i'm gonna gonna let you go deal with your shit okay I can do that. Be strong. You got this. Thank you so much. I promise you, okay? I love you. Thank you. Bye. I love you. Be strong. Thanks. Bye. 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 What a cutie. Yeah, that's tough. That is actually the worst. Those, like, days when you're in the midst of a breakup, I actually feel sick thinking about it. I actually feel physically ill thinking about that That vibe where you're like you have to go to work you have to do all your shit your friends are texting you but you're kind of in a blur you literally feel like you are like you took too much melatonin and you're like walking around and your eyes are hazy and you're like is this happening and like all you can do is like look at photos and feel sick and like lay on your bed and you actually oh god poor thing she's gonna be fine though I also bet I predict the good thing that this is recorded because I want a record of it. I bet that they will get back together and it will be better. I bet it's sooner than she um, thinks too. Okay, let's chat with Justine. Hello, Justine. How are you? Oh my gosh. Hello, James. How are you? I'm good. What's going on, girlfriend? I'm actually in the National Airport, like waiting for my connection. So hell yeah. I figured I would call in. Airport slay. Um, we love it. It's so fun, but I'm actually a repeat caller. Okay. Um, I called like last October. Oh wow. About a sort of like cheating question because I gave my number to this other guy that wasn't my boyfriend at this football game. I'm not sure if you remember. It's fun to that. I um, do vaguely remember that. Yeah, and you were like, "Should I tell my boyfriend?" And didn't I say, "Don't yes. tell him"? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. How'd so that play out? I, I always I love to know how how did my advice play out there. So it's actually a crazy story. So um, the advice was amazing. I texted the guy. I was like, totally fine. He responded and was like, no worries. Thanks for the honesty. I really appreciate it. Um, Fast forward to two weeks ago, I built up with my ex um, for many reasons, but mainly just like our futures didn't align. And we like both knew it was coming. It was just kind of like an easy, clean break. Um, Yeah. My heart goes out to the girl right before this because I'm like, I'm kind of going through the same thing. But it's like, because I knew it was coming, it's, like, a slightly less painful. I don't right. know. Um, and it was, like, very respectful. And, like, okay, it was very anyway, um, a couple of days after the breakup, I was, like, sitting with my friend, and I decided to contact the guy from the football game. Oh, my God. And I sent him a text, and I was like, hey, um, I'm not sure if you remember me, but I was that girl that we talked at the football game, like, any chance that you're single and want to grab drinks next week. Oh, my God. And he was like, oh, my God, yes, I'd love to. Like, so glad you texted. Stop. Um, like, let's get drinks. And we've been on, like, three or four dates so far. Stop. And we had our fourth date last night. He, like, cooked me dinner. 
we just like talked for hours and it's just like so easy and now it's like <gasps> i feel like i know why i broke up with my yes like, it's insane oh it's my so god oh my god i'm freaking out that is the best follow-up i think we've ever had I love that. And you know what? There's so many good, like, teachable nuggets. It's like, okay, you did the right thing at the time. Like, we're respectful, all that good stuff. But, like, if something's supposed to come around, it comes around. Serendipity, I do believe that. Like, if something is supposed to happen, it does. And you have to trust the universe has your back. And also, like, I love what you said about how you feel now it's so easy. And you guys, I'm telling you, if you're rolling your eyes right now thinking, oh, my God, that could never happen to me. Yes, it can. That ease is available to everybody if you do not settle and if you advocate for your future yeah. happiness, right? It's it should be easy. Yeah. It should feel amazing. It should be easy. Everybody should have that moment where they're like, "Oh my god, thank god I broke up with all those other guys I was dating or thank god that guy yeah. dumped me or thank god that guy ghosted me because now look what I have." Like that is available to everybody and I am just so fucking pumped for you. Yeah, thank you. It's actually really it's interesting because I Still, obviously, I'm, like, going through moments of, like, oh, like, I miss kind of, like, yeah you know, the intimacy that I had with my ex. But I have a twin brother, and he was very wise and was, like, listen, like, it took a year to build, like, what you had with your ex. Like, yeah. Like, expect that right from the beginning. Yeah. He was, like, the fact that it's easy. And he was, like, listening to me talk. And my brother's, like, a big sounding board for me. And he was, like, honestly, like, the first time I met your ex, like, I knew it would be the last time. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. And so he was, like, this guy sounds like a breath of fresh air. Like, he already sounds, like amazing and like just what you need and he was like only you can know if you're ready to like start dating again because I had some people that were like oh my god like that's too soon like you should yeah. take time for yourself and I was like I am like you I are live laugh love right now totally I literally have never felt more live laugh love in my life amen <laughs> sister great. yes and also just like yeah. if it's if it works it's it works like there's enough hard shit yeah. in life when something is flowing it's like yeah. I don't know if you guys have read um green lights by Matthew McConaughey it's an amazing book if you haven't you guys need to read it but like he's just like green light like when something like is just flowing it's like green light okay you met him it's easy don't overcomplicate. and brothers always know you know they're very wise um and it's interesting because like this new guy and i are from the same area of the united states like we're both in the northeast like we have so much in common yeah like it's just a crazy thing and we're so aligned on like literally everything i guess like my question for you and kind of the reason why i called in not only to follow up but i'm like how do i stop from like future tripping because, like, we basically, like, every time we've hung out the past couple of weeks, like, we've literally spent, like, six to seven hours together, like, literally just talking. And I'm like, how do I stop myself from, like, <laughs> envisioning, like, a future, future like, yeah. stuff, you know? Like, because you, you want to know how is, like, you think back to whenever that was in October when you called and you think you had no fucking clue how that was going to play out right you had no fucking clue you called me about something kind of different you were like okay think you're gonna stay with your boyfriend yada 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 and look how it turned out you if I would have told you back then this was gonna happen you'd be like wait what and that's the truth and that's the truth we plan and God laughs we future trip and God laughs he literally is laughing in our faces like you have no idea what's gonna happen and that's really beautiful and exciting because look at what happened something amazing that you could have never imagined and so you don't really know what the future holds with this guy and let me tell you this look there's there's either two situations like either you end up with him or you don't end up with him but either way 
don't you want to enjoy this time of being goo goo gaga? Like, yeah. let's say this is the r- love sure. of your life. Like, you are never going to get back this goo goo gaga time. And that goo goo gaga time is like truly the best feeling on planet Earth. Like, it is the polar opposite of a breakup where it's just like you feel high all the time and you feel like you're walking around and you're the heart eyes emojis and it's just the best time yeah. of your life so every time <laughs> yeah. you think about the future be like okay in the future maybe I'll marry him and we'll have like four kids and we'll have like a nice life and like we'll live in a house and stuff like that but like you're gonna think back to this time and be like fuck like I remember when I had just gone on like four dates with him and I was calling tanks in the Nashville airport and I was like freaking out and I was obsessed with him and you're gonna want that back so that's how you that's how you not future trip yeah you're so right and I actually um like another side note or like slash question but um he actually like we went on a walk the other day and we walked right by my ex and I was like this is divine timing it was crazy it was so like insane um and I think he was like really upset like really mad Mm. because he texted me like something salty after which he like like, um and I just, like, didn't respond because I was, like, I'm not going to really entertain her. But yeah. it was just, like, the crazy timing. I was, like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what to do about that. I feel like we ended so well, but then that happened. And so now I feel like I'm kind of just, like, a little bit in limbo. My brother was kind of just, like, oh, just, like, literally let it go. And then in a couple months, like, if you need to reach out about something, like, you can. I think you got to let it go. I mean, look, I feel bad for him. That's never nice to see your ex move on so quickly. But, like, you got to let it go. It will do more harm than good uh, if you reach out to him. So enjoy your Goo Goo Gaga time. Thank you for calling. I I hope you call in in a year and with another amazing update. And and have a good trip wherever you're going. Thank you, girl. I'm actually going back to New York uh, to see my family. And we're going to see each other in New York. So, Oh, amazing. I'm excited for yeah. you. Yay. So many good things ahead. I love you. Right, Safe you. flight. I appreciate you. Bye. 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 Oh, my God. Such a cutie. J'adore. Um, yeah, see, that happens. You got to just, you never know when something's going to come back around. You really, really don't. Let's talk to Charlotte instead. Hi, Charlotte. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. How are you? I'm good. Um, that last uh, caller was so hopeful. I loved that. I know she was. I like love that. I I think I love when people call in with positive, you know, stories like that. I do think that there is so much. Uh, benefit from hearing positive stories like that because you know we we always hear like you know if you wanted to you would and all that like negative dating stuff so it's great where we focus on the positive over here what's up with you I totally agree and like contrasted with the one before and I actually would add a note um to like continue the positivity which is she said something about how easy it was and how it like made her realize how wrong like the previous relationship was yeah I was in a relationship, like an early one in high school, and for good and bad reasons, like it was, it had that ease, and it was like so good, and then when we broke up, it was so devastating, because I was like, I'm never going to achieve that again, yeah. and now I'm 25 years old, and I have a boyfriend I've been with for like a year and a half, and we have that ease, and it's different, yeah. but like it's so hopeful to, like I want to tell everyone who's listening, like you can find that again, too, if that's also like something you struggle I with, I love a hopeful message. It's so true. And I'm happy you found someone that's easy but different because that's the beauty of dating is like we can experience so many wonderful people in this lifetime and and it should be easy and fun. So I'm I'm very glad for you. Yeah, thank you. But I was actually calling to talk about AI. Oh, my I God. Think- is it going to ha- make me feel happy? Is it going to? Yeah. Okay. Tell me. Okay. 
So I don't know what you like your issue with AI is because um, I wasn't able to listen. I was trying to call in. But um, so if this is totally off base, <laughs> you can tell me. But I know from following you that you're uh, you were an English major in college. Yeah, and I was well. And so I read this New Yorker article um, that was about it, it has some like clickbaity title like, you know, the English major is dead. And so oh, I, was, I read that. Yeah. yeah. And so it was mostly about like very doom and gloom about the humanities and like the future of that, those concentrations. But one of the kind of interesting things at the end of the article was they kind of brought this, the author kind of brings up this idea that like with the rise of AI, it's kind of the more like pre-professional work, like software engineering or data or, you know, finance, like I don't understand any of those, you know, (laughs) those careers. I'm not in them. I'm actually in production. So I'm like, you know, if someone wants to call me out for being wrong about that, go for it. But yeah. um, they're saying like those are more at risk and the creative ones are actually like that they're going to be what's needed because like the people who are creative or who use like experiences or things they read and digest or watch or listen to like to, you know, inform the work they do or the, the, yeah. the way they influence people. You're an influencer. Like we're going to be I'm in a creative field like we're going to be. Like, AI can't do that, no matter how hard No, it's true. It's true. And then, sorry, sorry. No, I'm agreeing with you. That's true. Carry Um, on. I listen to, I'm a cinephile nerd, and I listen to this um, Script Notes podcast, which is, uh, they, uh, with Rian Johnson, who wrote and directed Knives Out and um, Glass Onion, and they, in the podcast, tried to have AI um, generate like a Knives Out-esque um, plot and it was so bad and it made me so happy yeah. <laughs> because I was like, okay, we're good, like at least to some degree. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think in the short term, there is going to be a huge renaissance for the humanities and people who are artists because I I just don't think that humans will ever want to live without that. And I don't think, I don't want any fucking nasty ass art made by AI. I think all that shit's <laughs> yeah. whack when they're like, ooh, like look, AI made this like graphic painting. I'm like, I hate that. I want to see an artist like paint on real you know whatever make a sculpture or something but no with meaning because like that's what life is I'm not I that short term's fine I'm talking about like I'm not to be doom and gloom I don't want to end on this note but like I'm literally scared of them like killing us like I'm really really afraid and I just like I don't want that to be the way that we go you know like it's that's so shitty if that's what what the the end of humanity and this guy that I was sitting next to this all started at this dinner party in London I talk about it on the podcast but he convinced me that there's like 20 years left of humanity because of AI and so I'm just like I don't want that. And you know what? If this is my soapbox, then if this is the way I'm going to use my platform, so be it. I need to do more research because I know I sound like a fucking idiot right now, but I do believe there's genuine concern and I don't, I don't want humanity to end. I love, I love the world. I love it so much. No, I have the same genuine concern, especially like when things created by, you know, egotistical people, mostly men, you know, and exactly. it, you know, I totally agree. And I was going to say something even more doom and gloom, which is like, if AI doesn't get us, the climate will. But literally, I, I, I want to, you know, like, yeah, I think we can hopefully fight it. And I think it will take the people who are creative and who care about like having meaning in the world. And like, you know, if, what people like you um, will continue to fight against it as much as possible. And and I feel so much for teachers. I have a lot of friends. Who I, are know. Teachers. I know. And like, the, like how I mean, how they're going to deal with like, 
I remember I was I was an English man. I was a writer. I remember how many how much people cheated in English classes and stuff. Like it's just so frustrating to think about. So how do we fight this? I don't know. But I'm I'm a part of your. I will be a part of your anti AI org. I love it. We're starting a movement. We're starting a movement. You're you're a sweetheart for calling. Um, thank you for sharing your hopeful story with us and chatting AI with me. I've got to wrap the show now, but thank you, thank you for calling. You guys, that was our show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you back here on Friday for a very honest, personal episode of the pod because like I said, I'm throwing caution to the wind. We're talking about my dating life again. Also, you should come to my book tour. Also, pre-order my book. Whew, a lot of marching orders today. I love you guys. Bye. 